My people have been a part of the land since the day it was formed, pulled together by the elements in exactly the same way as the forest and the ocean. This is something that we never forget. Unlike the visitors from across the sea, we treat this land as we would treat ourselves because we understand that we're one and the same. What we take from the earth, we always give back tenfold. It's not heroic, it's respectful. But when the visitors from across the sea began showing up on our shores, the balance began to sway. Nature became angry, and the creatures of the forest that were once our allies started to turn away. Creatures of monstrous origin began to hunt our tribe, slinking around in the deep, dark forest and picking off their unsuspecting victims. The scales had shifted. Of all the strange things that had begun to haunt our woods, none was more terrifying than the Wendigo. The Wendigo have been around for generations, but only appear in times of great greed and gluttony. No sooner had the ships landed and the visitors began taking without giving back did the Wendigo begin stalking forests at night. The creatures are said to have an endless hunger, an insatiable void to fill. I have never seen a Wendigo with my own eyes, and those who have described them as large, furry beasts, with bodies like that of a giant human and the head of a wild buck. They have thick antlers and long, bony claws. Of course, the most terrifying thing about the Wendigo is that they can choose any form they like, sometimes shifting into the image of a friend or relative and luring victims into the wild for easy hunting. Suffice to say, the leaders of our tribe have kept a careful watch on things lately. After spending the day scouting for bear in the valley, I find myself hurrying back to the village at a quicker pace than usual. The days are getting shorter, and as the darkness creeps across the land, I begin to realize that I may be in trouble. Even though I'm extremely adept at traversing the woods, home is still several miles away. I follow a deer path as I make my way back, ducking and diving through the branches that whip around me. I usually travel with a hunting knife, but I had accidentally left it back in the family hut when I embarked in the afternoon. I try to stay positive, but when a chilling roar slices through the evening air, I'm suddenly struck with an icy bolt of fear. Growing up in these woods, I know the sounds of these animals like I know the beating of my own heart, but I've never heard a call such as that. I pick up the pace, letting my instincts take over as my feet dance over a series of rocks and fallen trees that line the path. Part of me briefly considers changing course and heading towards the river, as legend has it that the Wendigo cannot enter running water, but the thought of spending all night in the cold water sounds just as dangerous as trying to make it home before nightfall. Suddenly, I hear a commotion of snaps and cracks as the bushes in front of me start to shake. I skid to a halt, panicked and ready to sprint back the way that I came, but instead I find myself frozen in fear. A large figure moves through the thicket towards me, and I manage to back away with my hands raised. Then, emerging from the thick underbrush comes Montica, a girl from my tribe. She's carrying a basket of mushrooms, and she smiles when she sees me. Telemo, she cries, what are you doing so far out? I find myself speechless, not only because she scared me so badly, but because of my long-standing crush on her. Thank you, I finally say when she hands me back the basket. Are you out here alone? Montika asks. It's getting very dark. I know, I sigh. I'm so glad I ran into you. Did you hear that roar earlier? She nods. Yes, the Wendigo is out tonight. We better get back, I confirm. Montika leads the way as we continue the brisk sprint back to our village. She's an adept gatherer and scout, so her strides are long and confident, but I have no problem keeping pace. 
I'm a natural athlete as well, and I've got the toned body to prove it. The sun has barely disappeared when we finally reach our home, safe and sound. There's a roaring bonfire where people sit cooking and talking amongst one another. My family is waiting for me near the outside of our hut in a panic. 